This is a HeadGum Podcast. That coffee pour was a lie. It's usually a lie. It's usually a lie. Not gonna lie. (laughs) This is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. And today we are cheating on our coffee maker by getting something store-bought. Oh my god. God, that store is Starbucks. Oh my God. It's like Ina was shining over us right now. And she's like, mm, you could have made it at home. But Sandra <laughs> Lee is like, yes, bitch. Get oh that my shortcut. God. Um, yeah, I don't know. We kind of got like a late start today. It was a nice, relaxing fucking what Sunday day is it? morning. It's Sunday? Yeah. I, I forgot. <laughs> Chris is off on Sunday, so it's like, that's our chill day. Yeah, my weekend is Sunday and Monday. Oh, man, this is so nice. Bringing it back. Thank you, Let's Sirens. rewind back to Balfour. <laughs> oh, man, I A love lovely this. siren. Um, so when we woke up this afternoon, pretty much, we were like, fuck making our own coffee. Let's just get something real peppy, you know? Yeah, what'd you get? I got... You got like a 20-word sentence. No, why don't you say what you got first? Because <laughs> I just got a caramel latte, a grande. I'm... The average Joe. The average Joe. That is just like the drink when I'm in a rush and I don't want to think about what I really want. I just get a caramel latte. I have to customize my drink at Starbucks. I don't customize my drink anywhere else but Starbucks. Yeah. And it's just because I know what they're capable of having worked there. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. We've been getting a lot of, like, Cherry Street lattes lately. And honestly, I've been drinking a lot more caffeine than I'm used to since leaving college. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We used to drink so much fucking coffee all the time when we thought it was normal. And now mm-hmm. I have, like, maybe two cups a day, depending on, like, what we're recording. I just, you know, I wonder what life would have been like if we had realized, if we had planned Annie basically back then, if we had known how much water we were supposed to be drinking and not how much coffee we were supposed to be drinking. I, once again, I know we've talked about it before, but I've never been more dehydrated in my entire life than the four years I was in school. Definitely. For college, not... Of course. Even before that, high school Because, like, too. you know, just being at the, at the dining hall, they had all the different just types of drinks, like juices and soda sodas and stuff like that and like i I drink so much soda in college how i probably rarely just drank straight up water i know it was like when i was hung over and i was like i fucking need this water right now pretty much or when i was sick the worst was when i was working at the dining hall starbucks and they were like you can you know pretty much eat the ice cream you can drink the soda from the free rain yeah and we would just drink soda all day and it was the worst. And then like two years into college, I was like, enough is enough. And so one of the Lent years, I forget like which year it was. I think it was like my junior year. I was like, I'm going to actually participate this year and And I'm going to give up soda. And I've pretty much given it up. The only time I ever have it is when I'm at the movie theater. And it's like never. (laughs) That's pretty much the same for me too. I mean, I can't tell you the last time we have bought soda actually i can we bought a two liter for new year's that oh, was the and last when i time. bought ginger ale when i was like not i don't count my that i don't but it count doesn't even that. work i don't even know why we do it We're it's a told. placebo it's totally a placebo it's because like it's not real ginger at that point oh yeah once no. it becomes a canada dry it's the ginger ale <laughs> it's just you know the carbonation and the placebo thinking you're getting ginger in you that's what helps i, can't and I don't care ginger ale unless i'm sick 
Yeah. Like, true. I would never drink it for Same pleasure. Same with Gatorade for me. I can't do it. I was never a Gatorade bitch. My mom was like, too much sodium. But isn't it supposed to have sodium? It, I don't know. I just know it has electrolytes. It's so salty, that was why. though. I don't know why it's so salty for a fruit juice type of drink. I don't know. That's kind of weird. It's an interesting flavor. But anyway, so you got a caramel latte. I have... I was feeling like a white mocha situation because I never get white mocha anymore. And so I got an ice drink and it's got four shots, like two pumps of the actual syrup because I can't handle when they put in the real stuff. And I put coconut milk in it because they have that now at Starbucks. Interesting. And when I was working there, they only had soy milk and it was like super sickly sweet because it was like vanilla sweetened or whatever i love that it's like a battle now in between starbucks and dunkin donuts starbucks has the coconut milk and i guess the soy and dunkin donuts has the almond milk i haven't been keeping up on dunkin's latest trends i know it happened like a while ago they said like oh we got almond milk now you can get almond milk anywhere though like well not at starbucks that's so fucking dumb (laughs) i'm sure coconut milk is like really fatty so i'm probably like not doing myself any favors like drinking this but But, i mean it's better than dairy dairy (laughs) i know because like i'll get fucking zits all over my goddamn face if i drank a venti with like a whole bunch of milk in it yeah you don't realize just how much like actual milk goes into that that's why i get so many shots and that's why i can't handle the like a regular amount of syrup in these lattes because like people are getting these lattes with the full syrup and they're not getting any extra coffee in there so i i don't know how people can drink it people love it's so sweet, sweet drinks man i know i'm not a sweeto especially i feel like here in the northwest a lot of people like sweets you know there's so many cupcake places there's so many donut shops they're just, just like... I feel like Philadelphia was more savory. It was like yeah, you had cheese, cheese steak, steak, crab fries, fucking, I don't know, Philadelphia pickles, cream cheese and bagel. Bagels, yeah. You know? And like here, everything's like, let's put a donut with like cream cheese and a hot dog. <laughs> you put cream cheese in everything. Yeah, but they don't use the right kind of cream cheese, so I can't be interested. <laughs> I am a slut for Philadelphia cream cheese. There is no other brand. That's like, you know how... I was raised personally to like only buy name brand crap at like the grocery store. Yeah. And for many years I thought like, okay, you can't buy like store brand. It's not the same thing. It's like totally different. Like blah, blah, blah. Then I started dating you and I'm store brand queen. Yeah. And I was like also in college. So I was like, got to save that money. And then I realized it all has the same fucking ingredients and they even make it so simple now where they have like the packaging look the same. Yeah. And they usually say like, as compared to the ingredients and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just took a sip. So, basically, the Philadelphia cream cheese is the one thing <laughs> that I cannot buy any other type of. Because, like, Chris gets little bagels and um, cream cheese from Trader Joe's. And yeah, he, like, yeah, Trader Joe's cream cheese. Yeah. And he brings that shit to work with him. So I don't eat those. Well, I would love to eat those bagels. But if I don't have anything to put on it, like, I'm not going to eat it. Yeah. So he specifically buys the Trader Joe's cream cheese because he knows I will not eat his bagels because I can't eat the fucking Trader Joe's cream cheese because it's, like, slightly sweet. I don't know what it is, but, like, Philadelphia (laughs) is, like, tangy. And that's what I like about it. A nice tang. Did I ever tell you about the time that I ate the spoiled cream cheese, though? Uh, I feel like I might know this, but refresh my memories. There was like a six month period where I stopped eating cream cheese and bagels. Okay. And like, you know, that's not normal. There was really something going on in your life. Yeah, back in the day. It was because 
what, where, what happened? I think it was in the fridge and it, it was like a brand new brick, you know, that shiny silver seal. And we <laughs> had locks that one day and me and my mom were trying to figure out like, is it the locks that is tasting sour or something? Or cause like the locks had been in the fridge longer than this cream cheese and the cream cheese was so far from being expired. That's why oh, wow. it was really fucked up. So I think it was just like a bad one and it turned me off from cream cheese for like a year. Ew. I mean, now I don't really eat that many bagels anymore because let's be honest, bagels on the West Coast are fucking dumb. Yeah, they <laughs> they're not are, okay. They're their own class, man. They are something else. <sighs> and then I see all these people that like because I'm friends with a lot of people that live in New York and New York's got some bomb bagels. I know. Everybody's always like Instagramming their bagels. Here everybody's just muffins and donuts. Are they even muffins? Like I haven't seen a muffin since I'm maybe that's a lie. <laughs> I don't I've know. definitely seen some muffins. I think people are more into like actual sandwiches and like quinoa breakfast bowls you know what I yeah mean? Like everything here and like that's not to knock that because like i definitely eat healthy but you know sometimes you know you want those classics you want a fucking bagel yeah but the locks out here is unprecedented to, like, and, you know that salmon. just makes a huge conundrum like the bagels subpar Weak bagel slamming salmon <laughs> slamming jamming salmon yeah like what do you fucking do with that it's fine but anyway, what was I even getting to? Yeah, so the cream cheese was terrible. That was, that was a bad day in my life. And Did you finish what was in your drink? I don't know. I don't know. It's a white mocha. That's all you have to know. It's a white <laughs> fucking mocha. I used to like concoct drinks at Starbucks, and there was one that we made that was called like the Skinny Santa. Oh. And it was like a white mocha, like a white peppermint mocha, but with skim milk, and you only do, like, one pump of peppermint and one pump of white mocha. Okay. And that's the only way I can get, like, a peppermint mocha type drink. Especially those ones that are the two flavors. You'd think, like, oh, it's just... Half and half, right? Half and half. No, it's just double the amount of syrup. Literally, a regular peppermint mocha. Now, I haven't been working there for, like, when did I quit? Oh, God. When was that? Yeah, it was definitely my junior year of college because that was when I had my stalker situation and then like I was really into YouTube and so I left Starbucks, but so I don't know if they've like changed their shit in the recent times, but like, I mean, I can't imagine that they have. (laughs) That, those are, I mean, sometimes I'll get the syrup less, sometimes I won't, but I know when I get drinks like that, I always do because I would, I would have never known if you told me me that and I, I don't want like a grande eight Pumps, when you put per- the syrup in there, especially like a mocha, so like a peppermint mocha, say it's that a grande. That mocha's already fucking like heavy. The mocha we make every single night, that was one of my fucking tasks. And let me tell you how many times I accidentally snorted like unsweetened cocoa powder. Not a good <laughs> And like I would come home from Starbucks and I would just be like dusty looking. Like it looked like I had like bronzer all over my face. I love that. And a bunch of bronze with a nice chocolate bronzer. Oh, oh yeah. milk's chocolate Two-faced, I knew it. Chris fucking knows. I know my shit. They came shit. out with a palette, Chris, and it's like, it's sold out everywhere, so I haven't even like attempted and like, let's be real, I don't need any eyeshadow, but it smells like peaches. Oh, interesting. And like, low-key, I want it just for that part, and it's really warm. But anyway, regardless, the fucking peppermint mocha in a grande you have four pumps of peppermint and four of mocha. That's eight fucking pumps of syrup. And it, like, would be a quarter cup at, like, the bottom yeah. of the cup. You know and what like, I mean? when it's that much, like, you just feel it coating your throat. And then you feel, like, raw. And, like, when you get a Starbucks Frappuccino, there's, like, a thing molecularly that it does to the <laughs> roof of your mouth. Like, have you ever noticed that? 
Like their there whipped cream. Is it like the pineapples, how it just erodes your mouth? <laughs> By the way, Elizabeth Dole's never fucking told us if she fucking ate Dole pineapple goods. So You know, I'm mad at you. I'm going to need a fucking update on that. But yeah, so I was thinking like, because we're talking about Starbucks a little bit, like we could talk about, maybe we could swap some retail stories. Oh shit. You know, from back in the day. Yeah, you know, we both been in the retail world specifically we've been pretty much focused in like the food service I know. world which is like the one thing when i was starting to look for a job i was like i really want to avoid i know <laughs> we all wanted to we were all like let's work somewhere else and then nothing else was hiring except i would for, have like, food loved stuff. a i wanted a clothing store oh I no fi- fuck that i w- well i figured like that would be better than a food service job i would rather work in food then fold clothing all day after like you see people go to like a store and they're okay so for me I'm but they a, got those fancy little like doodad plastic things and fold shirts and shit real easy for them okay but like do they <laughs> they do it's <laughs> like you go to a store and if you're anything like me you're like a fucking size large and so all of your clothing is always at the bottom of a pile and like i always feel like a fucking asshole trying to get like a pair of jeans in my mm-hmm. size and i always just like kind of fold the clothing a little bit because I don't want to, like, piss people off. And, like, most yeah. people wouldn't do that. Like, they don't care. That's why I love that I worked in retail for, like, five years or whatever. That That is, like, the number one thing that we always say, like, I did I enjoy my time? No, no. I, I did not. But, but it I, shaped me. I appreciate... I sound so old right now. I appreciate what, what I got lessons. from this. Yeah, the lessons I learned. It's, like, this music from Full House starts playing. Like, the I lessons know. I learned. <laughs> I just wish that everybody could do that, especially people that, like, don't need to have a job that's a service job or retail mm-hmm. job, like the people, the top 1%. Like, let's let all of them work in retail for, like, a couple months and see how they fucking fare, because people are evil, Yeah. and you have to put up with everyone with a smile on your face, because otherwise you're not going to be able to pay the bills because you're going to lose your job. And then after being in that, you just know these are just people, and you know... Like, Don't. 99% of these people have absolutely nothing to do with any of the problem that I am having Honestly, at this moment. I don't know how anyone can be mean to, like, a, a retailer or, like, a service. service job. Like, any kind of yeah, job yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if they didn't have a job like that themselves. Like, how can you, like put the blame of like one issue on like this one representative that you happen to get like on the phone or something like that or like in a store like people that yell at starbucks employees for the prices like do you really think this fucking barista that's working like six jobs can affect the prices you know know, when i was working at regal the one thing i did did not agree with this at all but the water bottles they were 450 for, oh, for a water bottle and well, like all movie theaters i mean everything there is expensive as shit but like that was the one that was the worst and i would always get shit about it and then there'd be people that would give me shit about it and they'd be like oh i know you don't have anything to do with this but like still keep going so on i'm just about still this. gonna like bite your head off though <laughs> like okay cool do you want it or not because i don't care if you buy it because i know it's expensive <laughs> yeah and you're not oh my god when i was working at starbucks in the target like we're basically a freestanding store but then we have to also adhere to like certain target policies and one of the policies which is like not true for any other regular starbucks is we couldn't accept tips that's the dumbest thing ever And like tips are huge for most starbucks employees i mean you do have to like split them with your whole team but you still like you make a lot of money from tips 
um, and we weren't allowed to do that. And like we would have people like sneakily slip money like over the counter at us. Like yeah, yeah, there was yeah. always That's like so a nice. couple of milk canister like the metal things that we would use to yeah, steam the milk. Yeah, yeah. And like I remember I was working one day. And there was a huge fucking line, and I had the fucking five ice cubes broad being a total bitch. (laughs) And it was just, like, a really stressful fucking day, and one of my regulars was in line, and it was one of my regulars that I always loved so much. And once she got up to the edge of the line, like, she was like, oh, my God, like, your fucking day today, though. And I was (laughs) like, I know. And she fucking slipped. And I was working with one other person, and she slipped a $20 bill in one of the milk canisters. And, like, we weren't, like, there's cameras everywhere. Like, we weren't even supposed to be able to take that. And we were, like, trying to hand it back to her, and she was like, no, I'm leaving. And she fucking left. Wow. And me and Stefan fucking split that. That's so nice. And it was really nice. Like, a $10 tip. That was wild. I've only had one job that was based off of tips. Oh, God. Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby fucking, wait, was it? Right? TGI Fridays. TGI Fridays. Yeah. I don't know why I said Ruby Tuesdays. They're like the same fucking thing. They're both a day of the week. The red. (laughs) The red. There's probably... Well, Ruby's got the salad bar and those awesome pumpernickel croutons. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. TGI Fridays. I don't know what they got. They got potato skins. Oh, yeah. And the macaroni and cheese that I would get every time when I was a kid. But I I was a busser or like a host slash busser kind of thing. You were a host and a busser? Well, like I cleaned up shit off the tables if I wasn't doing things but I was mostly a host. Oh, okay. Because they always try to keep their hosts like looking really clean. Uh, I can tell you I hate the whole like I hate tipping. The whole tipping thing. Oh yeah yeah I think yeah. it's I got paid like two sixty five an hour. And you weren't even a waiter. And so it was really shitty because the waiters they got the, they made the tips and then it was a split eighty twenty. So the waiters at the end they would pool their tips and, and get split 80% they get eighty percent and then we would get twenty percent. And then you were making like I remember you did the math one day. I was day. making like six dollars an hour. I know. And, you and were that like, that day I quit. I was like, all right, see you later. I'm done. And then you worked at Sweaty Meat Subway. Oh yeah. But you were at least getting your like normal Pennsylvania fucking minimum wage there. Yeah. Are they gonna raise it over there? Because honestly, I feel so bad. I feel really horrible. Like I know obviously there's plenty more places too, but Seven twenty-five is not enough money, people. Actually, and- I felt really like cool because i was like oh he gave me an extra 20 cents it was 7.45 yeah i was making when i worked at starbucks i made 8.50 i was like holy shit i I know rich like Like, when i got promoted to supervisor at the uh dining room or dining hall i got 8.15 an hour and i was like oh yeah making money and like when we moved here it was nine something and then it got raised to 10 60 and that's what i started at when i was working at I did the uh, summer camp, and then when I was working at Cheese World, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I started at, and then it went up to like ten or something like that. I don't know. One of the things that really bothers me is when you see people like they post the shit about to the people that are anti fifteen dollar minimum wage because they don't think that people that work at fast food restaurants deserve to earn a livable wage. That's so stupid. We all have been in a position where we desperately need a job. And let's be honest, all of us have like worked in food because it's like one of the easier ways to get a job. There's like less requirements to get Mm -hmm. that job. They usually have tons of openings because they're open super late. Like it's just convenient. 
And it's be the same people that complain about when those types of jobs, not that you could ship off a customer service job, but like that go overseas and like, oh my God, where's all the jobs going? Keep jobs in America. I know. But then they don't want to pay people enough to fucking actually do them. Yeah. They don't want to pay the people that are living in America to fucking work a livable wage. Like they don't want to do that either. It's so annoying. And it's like, oh, well, because you think that, you know, working at McDonald's like doesn't require enough skill, but like, it doesn't matter how much skill is required. Like we are still serving you your fucking like eight piece mcnuggets or whatever and these people still it doesn't requ- it doesn't matter what kind of skill the job requires like everyone in the country should be getting paid enough to live and it's like so wild because so many of like the statistics that come out it's like the livable wage like isn't even enough for some people to afford just like a one bedroom apartment yeah and it's like how do you expect people to raise families and you know what I mean like it just it makes no sense to me and people are so fucking stupid and it's all these like suburban people that like never really had to like work that fucking hard and ugh. basically want me to work for 725 or whatever and you know be happy and want to like give you like a smile and great service when and you're then, serving you your french fries or and something their whole like thing that. is like oh well you know maybe if you fucking got an education then you would be able to have a job that pays you more it's like a lot of people have a fucking education and they're working like 17 jobs and they're all retail like i know some of my friends that are like either trying to pay for their school or oh my god what, what the, the fuck hell? was that Huh. Oh my god. Okay, someone is trying to enter our apartment through the cabinets, <laughs> and I'm scared. Um, but I like I have a couple of friends that are either in school right now, or they're out of school trying to pay off their student loans. Hello, hell. Yes. And they're working like three to four jobs, because it doesn't matter. At this point, having a college degree is like not even that awesome to get a good job that'll pay you like more. oh yeah i mean it definitely has to be in the right field i mean fuck we we all saw how many jobs you went through after yeah. getting out of college i mean technically my job i probably could have got without a degree still too but the current one at amazon maybe i don't know it definitely helped it helped you because you you used your degree, not necessarily like the meteorology aspect, but like having a degree yeah. to get the Microsoft job, which helped you get the Amazon job. Yeah. So that's how that all kind of works out. But like, fuck, like, it's just so frustrating. I think people need to really like look outside of themselves when they think about that because so many people work so fucking hard and then they're like oh we'll just go to college and then your life will be easier no it'll be more expensive yeah definitely (laughs) may get a job afterwards like might possibly like i mean i guess i'm using my degree because i technically everything i'm doing is communication but like you know what i mean i don't know the degree is not a fucking key to it's not a key to my success yeah I put success in quotes there. (laughs) You couldn't see that. And it's frustrating because, like, when I was a a junior in college, that was when I was mentally, like, at my lowest point, which we all know. And I – this is something that I've talked about before, but I'll just get into it really quickly. But we – we talked to my parents. We wanted to know if like I could take a semester off because I knew that I was like making money through YouTube and stuff and that I didn't necessarily need my degree to continue doing what I was doing. And it wasn't like I didn't want to ever finish because I really am proud that I like I went to college. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it is something that is important to me. And I was never planning on like just giving up on it entirely, but I really think I could have benefited from a year of like being in therapy because that was when I was like, you know, 
trigger warning self-harming and I was having suicidal thoughts and it was just like a really bad time in my life and they fucking laughed first of all like they straight up laughed Chris because I couldn't even face them because I knew that they I knew that their answer was going to be no and the only reason why I had to go to them was because they're co-signed on my like fucking student loans so I kind of have to ask their approval to be able to like take time off because they're investing their own fucking money in this Mm -hmm. or whatever yeah 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 and so Chris was the one that like talked to them because I was like not okay yeah and they like laughed because they were like well what does she have to be suicidal about (laughs) ding 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 (laughs) (laughs) and then obviously like you can't give up school and let's be honest like god i it would have been personally i definitely think it would have been better off because i fucking did horrible in college after that after that point i like gave up because i was just so depressed and i had no motivation to finish Even if you weren't dealing with the things that you were dealing with, like, you did have a career that was starting and booming. It was already, like, doing well. And, like, that's the point of, like, obviously you want a degree to, you know, your own personal, uh, like, advancements and you wanted to learn those things. But, like, for finding a job, which is primarily what you want a degree for, you did not need that. You had it. You had the job. I just wanted to, like, maybe, like, finish it all online or something so I could just, like, take time to, like, be fucking... I was not, like, I could have died. It could have fucking died. And I'm still working against all of these horrible things that I've been dealing with. And it's, like, that now being fucking in debt is not really helping that either. (laughs) Yeah, definitely Though at the time, like, if I had taken that year off, I would have already had to, like, start paying back shit. And I... Oh, yeah, that's the only other part of that. But still, it would have been better. I know. I know. Trust me. And it's like, I did terrible in school, guys. Like, after that. Like, junior year... Oh my god, was that the year that I fucking wrote in the blue book my whole yes. thing? Yeah, so during that the whole reason why I wanted to take the year off was because I couldn't get out of bed. That was like the whole point. If you've been depressed, you know what I'm talking about. And I had one class that it was like a Tuesday, Thursday class, and I really liked my professor. She was super nice, and it was a lit class, and I could barely get there and then it was like finals time and i like obviously went because i was like i have to fucking be there and it was one of those essay finals where you have like a blue book and you're just writing out your response and i look at the prompt and i'm literally like i have no fucking idea what i'm looking at Mm -hmm. and i had never felt more incapable or like i just felt so terrible about myself I I, I, i know that feeling just like you get the test and it's like that, that's I know like, nothing, and I know that's not even, like, close to what you're talking about. It's, but like, like, it doesn't normally happen, though, because you at least have, like, somewhat of an idea of, like, what's been going on because you've been in fucking class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just, in my blue book, I just was, like, I felt so, I didn't want my professor to, like, think I was this, like, lazy student that just, like, didn't fucking show up to class and, like, mm-hmm. had better things to do. And so I just kind of, like... I don't know what came over me, but I just, it was probably my like cry for help is what I consider it because that's when I started going to therapy and I wrote out my blue book. I was like, I haven't been in class and this is why. And I just like gushed and I turned it in and I fucking left. And you know, like I can't, I'm a really anxious person. So if I finish like my test or something early, I have to wait until at least two to three people have already turned their stuff in before I can get up and leave. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why that is. (laughs) That's just something (laughs) for me. And for that one, I obviously finished early because I wasn't actually working on it. I fucking wrote it out, put it on the desk, and peaced out. 
and like in a couple hours like whenever the final was over and she you know read them she called me on my cell because like they all have like your contact information and she was like obviously really worried about me and she hooked me up with the school counselor and i didn't like the school counselor but that you know from there i went to like a real therapist Mm -hmm. and here i am now so i don't know it was important but i wish that i could have taken that year off because my senior year terrible grades Mm -hmm. like the worst and the worst part was i loved my classes that year yeah like i was finally in like the meat of the communications courses and they were all like super interesting courses and i was like really fascinated by everything that i was learning however i just like couldn't make it yeah yeah yeah. like i I couldn't get there and it was like it was really depressing because i loved my professors and i loved what i was learning but i couldn't like make it fucking happen because i was so not okay Mm -hmm. and i don't know i just wish that i could have taken that year off because like it's your your fucking mental health is more important than like the possible setback of taking a year off from school and like honestly what would that have really deterred Nothing. Yeah, it wouldn't have deterred anything, especially since, you know, we're saying a degree is not exactly the key for success in the world. And all, yeah, like, it definitely can help. But, I mean, it depends on, like, what you're doing. And, you know, there are always these people out there that are like, oh, my God, everyone has to go to college and all this shit. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's probably a good thing. But, like, you, it's not mandatory. And you still can find success. Like, I know not everybody's going to make, like, something super huge and successful, but, like, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, and Steve Jobs all dropped out of college. I know. And, like, (laughs) Like, one of our really good friends, uh, I think he went to school for, I think, like, a year or two. He either dropped out or he never went. And he is now working, like, really high up in Amazon. Yeah. (laughs) Like, higher than Chris. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? (laughs) It's not, you know... It's the skills. Job experience, man. I know. But it's also sometimes it's hard to get experience because they don't want to look at you. It's like a whole thing. So if you're you're the type of... I don't know why we're getting on this tangent, but like if you're the person (laughs) right now, if you're in school or you're thinking about going to school and you're like not okay or you can't afford it, like you can still do something. And Mm -hmm. I mean, God, it's all about like, and that's the thing, like you were all of these like unpaid internships that came your way that would have given you so many like, but I needed to work. I know. And on top of like my crazy schoolwork already, I was like, well, where's my life? I low key hated all of the people that we went to school with that, whose parents paid for all of their school, paid for their fucking apartments, and they didn't have to have a job. So they could do all of the unpaid internships. Yeah. And so they all have, like, great fucking careers. And then the rest of us were, like, we had to work at least 20 hours a week. And yeah. I know, like, me, I was covering everybody's shifts. Like, I was, you know, because I was trying to go to all these fucking YouTube events, like, on my own dime, because I wanted to, like, I thought getting to those events would be the way to, like, grow my channel or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was... Fun- I was being a supervisor at the dining hall. I was working in the weather center. I I was doing an unpaid internship that I was able to do from home and going to four classes, four or five classes, five, yeah, five, five. Five. Yeah. I never took a lighter class load either. Like I always took the fucking five. Yeah. Cause I had to finish in four years. Cause I, I mean, I'm I'm crazy dead now. And like, I couldn't take another year. Can you imagine? No. If we were still going. And then like, 
you know, the whole thing that you want to go back and get, like, your computer science degree. It's like, okay, well, that's going to be, yeah, that's, that'll uh, be fun. Uh, no. When's that going to happen? I don't know. Like, I low-key would love to just let my credit fucking die and just stop paying my student loans and making my parents do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, every month that that student loan bill pops up, I'm like, I could really fuck my parents over this month. Mm-hmm. And then I don't because I don't want to ruin my credit because that's important if I ever want to get an apartment or something. Yeah. I but. mean, hey, we're staying in this building. I can still fuck them up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll never do it. I don't want them to pay for anything for me, honestly. Yeah, no, you don't want anything from them. And it makes me proud to know that, like, I've paid off all of my... No, I haven't paid it all off, but, like, every month I pay it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we. I know we got, like, a lot of questions. Okay. So I actually asked for questions on Instagram because I always forget to, like, post about the podcast there. Um, so... So... I have some Twitter questions, so I don't care. Fucking 79 comments. Wow, you guys are nuts. Y'all love Instagram. By the way, (laughs) has your Instagram changed this whole update shit? Mine hasn't changed. I feel like mine has, because I feel like it's definitely just... I haven't actually gone through and paid attention to when things were posted, if I do that. But I think it has, because I feel like it's the same like three people that are showing up at the top of mine. Well, I see... For me, maybe it just hasn't reached me yet, but like the posts are not out of order and I haven't felt like I've been missing people, but at the same time I do follow like what? Let me see. I follow 700 people. And you also do like interact with a lot of fucking shit on Instagram way more than I do. Yeah, I'm, I I love Instagram. Like I comment on a lot of people's stuff. Like I I use like the hashtags. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in there. I'm fucking in there. All right. Shall we get to these questions? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you guys eventually want a house of your own? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think I would prefer a condo. Same. Yeah, a condo. I'm going to count that as a house because it's basically I'm not a big backyard kind of binge. Like, just take me to a park. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I got beaches. I got parks. I want a condo because I want to be able to, like, paint the walls, possibly renovate certain things. Yeah, definitely. Because you own that. Yeah. But you still get all the amenities of living like in a building, but at the same time then you're also at fault of other people. So like if but somebody burns also, down your apartment building. <laughs> like then, you know, depending on what type of building you're living in, we could be living in like a a nice tall building and have beautiful views and whatnot. And True. that's something that I would that's what I would love to have. A nice condo on a high floor in a building. Just oh so hell yeah. Beautiful views. That's the fucking dream there. I mean, hell. Okay. What potato based dishes <laughs> would you and the chunks be? Well, we already know Lila's a nice creamy mash. Smash. Smash um, potatoes. Who was it? Someone, I posted a picture of Squeezy and Lila, and someone commented, they were like, a nice roast duck filet next to a mashed potato, because Squeezy <laughs> yeah. is like a burnt. <laughs> <laughs> and he loves his duck. Um, well, Squeezy, if he was a potato, I feel like he would be like a spicy curly fry or something. No. You know? And just a little extra pizzazz in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, me, I'm a nice, I would say I'm like a fucking potato salad. Okay. Like, I'm slightly oily. (laughs) Because I have, like, a lot of moisturizing properties on, like the mayo. Oh, shit. Can I just be, like, a nice steak fry or something? You're like a shoestring. Oh, my God, am I a shoestring? Yeah, you've got that extra gumption. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Okay. What's one of the biggest dreams you guys have? Maybe a goal of some sorts. Fuck me up with your answers. (laughs) What? (laughs) Um, hmm. I mean, having that condo is a pretty big goal of mine. Yeah, that's a dream. Because that's just like, for my home, that's my dream. Yeah. For my career, it would be to be financially stable. 
Yeah, uh, I would love to be able to have like the podcast be like established in a way where like we're going on tour for it and yeah. it's more I definitely have more dreams in like we have this. collaborations for the podcast dreams yeah every and... food network star <laughs> like for like my career i i don't know i i haven't been thinking about like where exactly i want to go because like or what my dr- yeah because i just you know i'm just happy having it you know i'm good i'm still scarred from microsoft and i'm just happy where i am so other dreams though i still want to write and i've and now i feel like i can't because every youtuber fucking put out a book and i don't want to like i have wanted to write since i was a little fucking kid and i used to write all the time and that's why i was an english major and all this shit and i still do some writing and now i feel like every time a youtuber announces the book everyone in the audience is like oh my god another fucking ghost written self-help book i don't want to write a self-help book I want to write a fucking novel, and I, feel like, I don't know, want people to be annoyed. You're gonna drop a novel, and like <laughs> it'll be with a pen name. Like I don't yeah. even care. Well, that's the same thing because I kind of want to like I want it to be attached to my name. Yeah, <sighs> it's a struggle. You'll drop one in like a little whiles from now. When like this... a little whiles, more like ten years from now. <laughs> like I don't plan on doing it. Like all of these YouTubers that have made self help books, but they're not even like twenty five yet. Chill, like, <laughs> like especially when they're writing like about their life experiences. Like I just, I want to. If I was ever gonna write like a self help book, I would at least want to be like maybe forty because then I've had like some years under my fucking belt. Yeah. But if I want to write a novel, I can really do that anytime. And yeah, true. Th- it has nothing to do with like me being a fucking YouTuber. And I would not hire a ghostwriter because, one, I'm not going to pay for someone else to write something anyway. One you can write. Yeah. Like, I'll obviously have like an editor, hopefully, and whatever, but I don't yeah. know. That's just one of my goals since like forever. Um, what are good ways to adjust to living in a new city? How do you meet people? Well, ways to adjust? I don't even know. I feel like we just, we've been so used to like, moving because we lived like we were you know living at home and then we went away to school and that was all like fucking new and then yeah seattle was like okay we're gonna do new times a billion by the time we moved here it was like we've been moving every year of our lives for like the past three or four years so and moving into new areas and i think i don't know if i would have been able to I would I would like to think I would have been able to do it by myself like mm-hmm. I would have had I it was obviously a lot easier like having my best friend aka Chris like moving and enjoying this new city with me because mm-hmm. like then it's like two people trying to fucking figure it all out and I probably would have had roommates because you know that's what I would have wanted like other people to like live with that are also yeah, experiencing it definitely. for like the first time. I guess just like studying up on where you're going is the best way to like oh yeah no and or as far like, as meeting people the fucking internet the it internet. is so much better Ugh, i love the internet so much the internet's pretty great <laughs> okay um trump becomes president what do you do leave i don't know what i would do i would not even joking i would seriously consider leaving but like where would we go i have no idea i love it here it sucks I know. I really love Seattle. But this is why the election gives me such anxiety. There's never, like, there's definitely been candidates in the past where I was seriously worried about if they Like won. Mitt Romney, I was terrified, too. Yeah, but never on a I left. would even take Romney. I would literally probably, t- I know Ted Cruz is a piece of shit, but, like, I would, I would take him over fucking Donald Trump. And I'd still be fucking scared. 
I would be scared shitless, but you know, at least the other superpowers of the world wouldn't laugh at us and wonder what the fuck we're doing and not take it seriously anymore. I know. <sighs> I would highly consider leaving because I just could not handle it. It it's he's so bad. He is so terrible. I know, I know, I know. Okay. If it wasn't for Tumblr, do you think you would have had the courage to move forward with what has turned into your relationship with Chris? I think this question is so interesting because I don't really know what Tumblr had to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm confused. I mean, uh, I, I mean, I was definitely on there. Like when I first like met you and I was like writing about like, oh, I met this guy. He's really cute. Like blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't really think Tumblr had I'm, much to do with yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't on there or anything. I know. I didn't even know what Tumblr was until I started dating you. I know. So, yeah, I think I would have had the courage, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, would you guys ever want to move to New York City? Honestly, a hard pass on that one. Yeah. It's too expensive. Too expensive. Like, and I would love to be with Steph, duh. Yeah, I mean, I've got my city aesthetics and vibes and all that shit from living here in Seattle, and I don't, you know, I don't think I'd want to be in that tightly packed of a city i always feel so tired when i leave new york yeah and i I wouldn't want to feel that like every day i remember when i first like visited steph and she was just like i had never lived in a city at this point Mm -hmm. and her life seemed so fascinating to me because she could leave her fucking door and go to like a million like restaurants or places to get food or you know like grocery shopping like all of the errands everything Right there. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, that is so liberating. The freedom that you don't need a fucking car relying on another person for a ride. And so like now that I have that here in Seattle, like I feel so satiated that I don't really think I need to live in like an even larger city. Plus, you know, like the whole weather thing too. Yeah. I don't miss the East Coast weather. I'm sorry. I I don't. don't. It's okay. (laughs) Um, Okay. Favorite music lately. Hmm. Well, Ray LaMontagne came out with a new album. But it's like okay. It's like more of a rock. Yeah, it was definitely not like his other stuff, which I we sound like such twats being like, I like his older stuff. It's just more. like I all of the artists, they always do this thing where they start out really acoustic and they start out with like this Mumford. mellow vibe and then they bump it up to like rock and like it is catchy and cool, but I miss I'm the I like listening to super mellow low-key music like yeah. all of the music i listen to is very quiet that's why i must be like an ideal roommate or neighbor <laughs> everything i listen to is so soft besides like when the civil wars bump it up a little bit and they start screaming oh yeah <laughs> but like wailing it's a whole different thing yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah so i've been listening to him i've been listening to like a lot of like stuff i used to listen to now that i have like apple music so i can like actually mm-hmm. do that and so i've been like i've been listening to civil wars a lot um, old Jason Mraz shit from like when I was in elementary school. Um, God, like the killers, I don't know the shins. Who else? I'm trying to think of like what else I was listening to. I mean, I haven't really discovered anything new. Who the fuck were you just listening to yesterday? I don't know. Oh, Damien Rice. Damien Rice. Every song he has is so sad. I just remember like listening to that music when I was in middle school and being like, I don't know what I'm feeling. (laughs) I don't know what any, there was like, there's some really fucking dark songs that he has. It's fine. Um, Okay. You become the first president who won as a write-in. What is your first order of business? What is a write-in? How does that happen? 
I, you know, you that's a good question because I don't exactly like you just write in like you can write in your own nomination if you don't like whoever's being nominated. Um. Okay. Well, my first order of business would be to repeal or whatever every one of those anti-LGBT laws that just went into play in Mississippi, fucking North Carolina, and you know there's other places. Mm-hmm. Um, and my second order of business would be like funding the fuck out of Planned Parenthood and everything from women's health. Yeah. Everything. I know this is so like lame, but I'm going to go with what Bernie Sanders has been talking about all the time. And my first order of business would be to repeal Citizens United because that's what lets businesses like put money into campaigns ah, gotcha. and stuff. So that way I could prevent terrible things from happening in the future. Yeah. Well, that would be pretty cool. I would enjoy that. <laughs> Um, P.O. Box question. What sort of coffee do I send to you guys? A bag of beans or grinded? Um, either or. We either have one. the grinder. We have a grinder. It works. Yeah. Any kind of coffee or tea would uh, be preferable. Yeah. Um, I keep calling my mom a bincho and she doesn't get it. What do I do? I think you're going to have to like emancipate yourself or whatever <laughs> you know how you can do that where yeah. you can just like cut off yeah i think i would recommend that's the that. only way you can go from there <laughs> yeah uh, okay if you could have any career what would it be that's a great question ah hmm. uh, i would love to like be a director or something or like a casting director for okay. television shows that's or like cool. movies especially like adaptations like if i got to pick like the people that were playing the novel characters and stuff yeah. i think people would be a lot happier <laughs> you know i think that i would really enjoy if i could have a successful career back in meteorology oh yeah, yeah. i you know. know i love science so much and so it would be really cool if i could be like a researcher i feel like my answer always changes because like duh marine biologist yeah captain of the rov that's what <laughs> i want to be but you know you could just do a casting for a movie about people in an rov <gasps> fucking all right. of it. <laughs> i could absolutely smash yeah. things together like that Okay, sorry, my Instagram... Instagram's not one of those things where it just, like, doesn't... It just doesn't work. (laughs) That's all I have to say about this. Um, Any tips for spring cleaning? Hashtag lame. That's not lame, binge. (laughs) I love cleaning. Um, I would say load up your favorite podcast slash binge-watchable television show that you don't need to pay attention to, music, and just go to town. Yeah, you can't just be, like, having no other source of... Any sort of entertainment. And if you want to be inspired, look up YouTube videos about cleaning. They have so many good tips on like, like, okay, vinegar, by the way, you can clean like your whole house with vinegar. And I know that sounds like it's going to smell terrible, but it dissipates like really quickly. And it's so cheap to buy like a fucking gallon of vinegar instead of like terrible chemical cleaning solutions to do everything. Like there's so many good tips on YouTube. Okay. Um, What are y'all's favorite TV shows right now? That's a great question. Um, <laughs> well, everything's like off the air now <laughs> besides like yeah. Shonda shows. Um, I would say like Better Call Saul is like my number one besides the Fosters. I've been really enjoying the Fosters. Okay, yeah. Um, that, yeah, I guess I'd say Better Call Saul is my number one. Orphan Black, we found out, comes back this week. So it might be today. I don't know. No, it's Thursdays or something or uh, Fridays. I don't know why I thought it was Saturdays. Oh, yeah, it's Saturdays. It's a weird one. Fear the Walking Dead comes back tonight, though. I actually enjoyed that. Yeah. 
I'm enjoying the beginning of the outbreak. That's why yeah, I like it. Yeah, and the uh, fact that it didn't jump like seven months every episode or some bullshit like that. Honestly, all of my favorite shows of all time are gone. They're done. Yeah, the I'm not finale. like I'm. We're watching shows. None of them. None of them are ever going to be Lost or Mad Men. Yeah, they're not going to be any of my top kind of thing. I know, and it sucks. Gilmore Girls, yeah. yeah. My top three are Lost, Gilmore Girls, and Mad Men. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a good (laughs) well-rounded, I feel. You got, got like, your sci-fi, you got your, like, real drama, and then you got, like, your sitcom, but Still kind of has some real drama. It's got some drama. Yeah. I'm so excited for the revival. Uh, (laughs) That's all I think about. Okay. Um, Would you ever move to L.A.? Uh, it's a hard pass also (laughs) yeah not gonna do it i like i say i say it hesitantly because if i'm forced by my career and like i have like a great opportunity they're like hey rachel you can move to la and you're gonna have your own food network show okay i'm moving yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna be happy about it but i will move like it would have to be something really big because i just can't handle the heat <laughs> i don't like it and it would be great because like I have so many friends that live there but mm-hmm. i don't know i just like this place too much i know i just love seattle so i'm just hoping like food network makes a branch here or something you know <laughs> i'd be into that and uh what is your number one tip for having a happy and ha- uh happy and healthy long-term relationship uh talking yeah communication literally not keeping one feeling to yourself. I mean, not... Okay. That sounds like we... What? That's true, though. Like, I mean, in regards to the relationship. Like, yeah. Chris does something to piss me off. I immediately let him know how I'm feeling. Yeah. I don't let it stew. I don't fucking play stupid games. I don't, like, not text you back for a certain amount of time to make you sweat. Like, I don't do any of that shit. I'm like, yo, that was fucked up. And then you're usually like, whoa, I see that that was fucked up. And I apologize. And the same is for me. Yeah. Like, you just got to be open about it. Because if you I don't have time work, for games. I don't have time for this shit. Like, I have enough going on. I don't need to, like, read into passive aggressiveness or anything. That's, like, once you get in a relationship and you want it to be, like, solid, I think you have to leave passive aggression out the fucking window. Yep. Like, there's no room for that. And there's nothing that's going to work. Like, mm-hmm. and, I mean, just... Not being offended immediately when your partner comes to you with, like, the problem that they have. Like, if I come to Chris and I'm like, yo, this is what you did, or this is what made me upset, you're not going to be, like, mad at me immediately just for being upset with you. Like, you have to, like, kind of own up to, like, what you did and see, like, oh, well, maybe my actions were not the greatest in this situation. I have to, like, change that. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. Sorry that I keep, like, putting it on you. I'm just, like, (laughs) talking. I am trash. You're terrible. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Um, Okay, reaction to Melissa McCarthy being on Gilmore Girls. Yeah, I mean... We didn't get to talk about this yet. That would have been, I don't know, like, uprisings. People would not have enjoyed it as much. I don't know. Like, she had to be there. Everyone was, like... At this point, you kind of know, like, I'm gonna feel a little, like, low-key peeved when i see her maybe like be on screen because i know that it was like last fucking minute yeah and that there was all this drama behind the scenes to like make it happen so it's kind of like part about actually knowing what goes on behind the scenes of shit i know i hate it it's a blessing and a curse yep so i mean i'm excited because i think suki is an important character to like have back on the fucking show um so i'm excited about that 
And at the end of the day, they worked it out. And now, like, every fucking person is there. I know. Opinions on the cost of living in the Seattle area. Well, my opinion is out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, high. especially fucking rent is just, like, climbing like crazy. I know. So it's many people ridiculous. are moving to the city. And... It's, yeah. like, one of the fastest growing places in the nation right now. And so, like, prices are just skyrocketing. And I can understand why. <laughs> yeah. Because it's so beautiful it's here. It's pretty great. But, yeah, I mean, it is expensive. And that's why, like, whenever people are like, oh, my God, how the fuck can you live in a studio apartment? It's like, well, you know, <laughs> it's fucking expensive here. It's pricey. And, I mean... I mean, also, I just, I still love the vibe of a studio, but I want to have, like, a bougie studio one day where it's, like, a huge room, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Where it's, like, kind of like Lindsay's, where it's, like, her bed is so much farther away from, like, her living room, you know? Having a really big bathroom and, like, bigger closets Lots of windows, maybe high ceilings would be sweet. Like, I mean, honestly, my goal is to have, like, some sort of, like, loft-style apartment. Yeah, I've always loved, like, the high ceilings of a loft, but... Yeah, it's fucking expensive out here, guys. Um, okay. Best coffee poop story. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, basically, if I'm ever super constipated, all I have to do is drink a latte or a cup of coffee. A sip of coffee. That's all you need. Honestly. Just one sip, and it's like, okay, we're moving. Like, <laughs> it literally, like, when I wake up in the morning, like, okay, so I pee, I hang out with Squeezy, and then I make my cup of coffee. I have, like, one and a half sips, and I'm immediately back in that bathroom. It's like, <laughs> everything you ate yesterday must go. And I'm exactly. like, okay. <laughs> so, if you ever want to get that colon flexing. I don't have any specific stories. I know, it's me neither. Just, you know, it works. <laughs> it works. It's a good, it's a good guy. Um, okay. So, how to keep the sex life alive after five years? It's a great question try new shit yeah like always i mean god like if i think about the sex that we were having when we first started dating to the sex we're having now like yeah who were we <laughs> like we, we were two nervous little children though i know and so like i don't know people i feel like what's one of the fears that a lot of people have in like these long relationships like if you're actually like into sex and you're like sexually active or whatever people are like oh my god like doesn't it get boring and it's like there are so many ways to make it not boring and it's really just like trying new things but also being like communicative during the trials because like you might try something like really saucy that might not be something that you normally would do and if like one of you guys is like not feeling really into it then you have to like kind of make that known you know so you don't expect that to happen again um also sex toys introduce those new locations introduce that shit um new partners introduce that shit there's like so many things to branch out exactly but you know just keep having fun also i mean also just keep having that communication outside of the sex too and like so that way you're not having like fucking thoughts in the back of your head of like being mad at them or like were they being passive to me or yeah like say say like we have sex one night and it wasn't like that great like i'm not gonna be like wow that was fucking terrible but i'm gonna be like hmm maybe next time we should try a little of this or something because that was like okay you know like instead of and then like i feel like you see all the time like on sitcoms and shit where like the fucking it's usually like it's very heteronormative anyway because it's usually like the guy being very like oh my god like i lost my masculinity because you told me that you didn't have like that much fun having sex last night it's like it has nothing to do with that it's just like you you can have a bad time sometimes yeah sometimes it's just not gonna be like that awesome you might both be fucking tired it just might not last as long as you would like you know like 
I don't know. You just can't take it that personally. Like, I'm never going to be, like, upset if you're like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that was okay. <laughs> but I don't know. You just have to keep trying new stuff. So that's what I would recommend because that has worked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. We have great sex, so I love it. So Yeah, it's pretty fun. Great. Um, okay. What are your top three Gilmore Girls moments? That's so difficult. Wow, that's a moment. <gasps> okay. Oh, <gasps> It's so difficult. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, well, I love the episode. One of my favorite episodes is the one with the dance marathon. That's a really good one. Where she like breaks up with Dean and Jess is there and they're 40s inspired and like Taylor's really wasted. Yeah. I love that episode. But I would say like my favorite moments are okay. That's definitely one of my favorite moments, is just that episode. When Rory graduates Chilton. Yeah. Much better than the Yale graduation. Yeah, the Yale graduation, they, like, season seven, man. (laughs) They really fucked that up. Um, Also, when, God, like, most Rory and Jess interactions, but, like, (laughs) perfectly, the one where, like, they're in the street, and she, like, gets a book from him, and she, like, sees that, like, he wrote a bunch of shit in it, and she Mm -hmm. was like, I thought you didn't read much, and he's like, what is much? And it's like, (laughs) it's so good. And then I would say... God, Lorelai, when she graduates her business school and she gets super emotional because her parents are there. I think that moment is really special. That's really good. There's just too many good moments. I I didn't even think of any funny moments. I think that, like... Uh, when Richard's in one of in the hospital, one of the times, and like Luke is just there. Christopher's being a dick, and he's not answering the phone. Yeah, that's the and, second time. Yeah, and Luke is like just there, and you know he's always gonna fucking be there. And he's just like he's not even like trying to be like, ooh, I'll do this and I'll get the girl. He's just like automatically like just being a good person. Like he's just doing it. Yeah, that's one he of the best moments cares too. About these people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any moment where Luke shows Christopher up, yeah. makes me really happy. <laughs> Okay, and how do you separate your work life from your personal life since they seem really interconnected for a lot of artsy, creative people? That's something that I still am not good at. Cause, I like, mean, my work is at work, so... <laughs> I know. Chris does not have this... What? Yeah, you really don't have this issue. No, I really don't. Because you also, like, I feel... You're less active on social media than I am because you... I know you take it seriously, but you are less... I don't know, obligated, I feel like, to, like, really be maintaining that social media. Yeah. But for me, I'm, like, I am always, not always on my phone, but, like, if I put my phone down, because what I like to do is I like to put my phone down, like, face side down so I don't, like, look at it and I can, like, focus on whatever I'm trying to do. Yeah. I feel guilty because I'm, like, what if someone has a question? What if someone <laughs> has a problem? Like, and then I'll check my Twitter and someone's, like, the podcast wasn't working or wait, you're, it's not letting me do this. And, and they have like a, a question about a makeup product. I'm at Sephora right now. And like, and then I feel bad because it's like three hours later. I'm like, oh my God, they were at <laughs> Sephora and they didn't know what shade I was. Fuck. And I, I feel really bad. <laughs> yeah. But I do have to like fucking turn it off sometimes because it's fun to interact with everyone on social media. And so I forget that it's part of my job. And so like when I'm like on Twitter and I'm replying to all of you guys and I'm giving you guys like advice on different shit, like I'm not like, oh man, I'm working so hard right now, you know? exactly. But then you got to realize that like there are moments where you need to fucking like not be doing anything. And for me, like it's really hard. And I think the number one thing that helped was when we got a couch. And I say this all the time (laughs) because all of my work used to be completed on my bed because it was the only thing that we could sit on. 
and now we have a couch and I have a desk and I get my work done there and so my bed is for sleeping and we're never on it really unless we're sleeping now. I'm like barely ever on my the only time I'm on my phone in my bed is when I like first wake up in the morning yeah and that's something I need to change when I wake up in the morning the first thing I do is check my email I need to stop doing that Mm. sometimes I wake up just to pee and then I get back into bed and then I check my email and I start replying to business emails and then I try to go back to sleep after that and I'm like what am I doing why (laughs) it's like seven o'clock like I don't even need to be awake right now and yeah so I need to be better at it so that's not exactly a good thing to do and working from home is also part of it too like if I had an office space like out in the world I think it'd be a lot easier to fucking unplug from my job oh yeah definitely but that's really not something that's happening um I think that's really all we have time for today I would say yeah so what do we want to do for binge time god Uh, what did we talk about uh we talked a little bit about job stuff um I don't know what everybody's first job was Sure. Like as like a you know. Sure, yeah. Let's oh, do that. really quick, can we go to the Patreon comments? Because last episode we tried to predict some shit about you guys, and we told you guys to write into us to see if our predictions were correct. And honestly, I am so surprised at how many people we fucking read correctly. Yeah, I know that was pretty weird. So why don't you pull that up for I us? I have it here. Uh, Kendall Berg, uh, I think we said that. You thought the iceberg in Titanic was extra? Yeah. <laughs> and you said, yeah, that iceberg was a little extra, and I own, like, the first Kindle that doesn't even work. Does that Kindle count? Oh, yeah, because you said Kindle. Kindle, Kindle, yeah. <laughs> we got you. Uh, Christy Bye, I think we said that she was Bye. <laughs> She's and, not as she. And your guess would be, your guess would be too good to be true with a name like this. Sadly, however, you guys were not correct. Damn it. It's okay. We still love you. Uh, Jane Shell. Ooh. Uh, Jane Shell is more likely to chill inside of her shell and fuck shit up like once a week. LMAO. Hashtag dead introvert. Oh my god, me. (laughs) I think we said something about like being out of your shell. Oh, okay. (laughs) Same though. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, let's see. Did Cater fucking reply? Is Uh, Cater a fucking caterer? No, Cater did not. Cater, I'm I'm calling you out right (laughs) now. (laughs) If you own a catering business, I'll have you cater some of it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Camellia Malky said, LOL, I work in a mall, so your guess was correct. Yes! Also, definitely Loki a chameleon. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, shit. Uh, Ian Murphy said, honestly, how can you not like Eddie Murphy? <laughs> <laughs> Can we just take a moment to remember how we fucked a dragon in Shrek? Like, that was wild. <laughs> <laughs> I read that one. <laughs> shit. I love that. Oh man, Shrek. What a uh, great movie. Taco Roach uh, is actually a, the name that they are changing for the Patreon that they're doing for their stuff. Oh, so yeah. now they're going to be okay. That makes uh, a lot more but sense. They freaking love Taco Bell. Mm. Don't we all, folks? Yes. Can you guys hear my ice rattling around? <laughs> Taylor Collins says, I fucking hate calling anyone. Thanks, social anxiety. Yes. <laughs> surprisingly that's the one thing that my anxiety doesn't kill me for is phone calls weird but i don't like calling to make appointments yeah that stuff freaks me out i like doing that online (laughs) sarah seaman unfortunately i do not work on a boat but as a floridian the sea puns get me every time ah there we go we'll keep now we're gonna have all this fresh info (laughs) we could really tailor binge time 
to get you. <laughs> Skylar Medley said, you guys are right as hell. I love burning multiple candles at once. Because we said a medley of candles. And that was just like, <laughs> it came to me. <laughs> uh, Emma Corbeil said... I must say that as a vegetarian, I'm not the biggest fan of chicken cordon bleu. <laughs> Yikes, we fucked that up. Damn it. All right, we got um, cornbread muffins <laughs> instead. Heather Ann, you are correct. I've never seen the movie Heathers. Oh my God. Neither <laughs> is Chris. Taylor Van Eady, I do not own a pair of Vans. I'm <gasps> definitely more of a Converse binge. Oh my God. Shit hit up Kate Convery. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Did Kate reply? Uh, I don't think so. Damn it. It's okay. I'm assuming people are, like, not on the latest episode yet. <laughs> Hannah Peterson, I'm Ooh. very pleased to say that you were correct. I do, don't have a son. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> um, Claire Wood, I would slash would. <laughs> I mean, after a few glasses of wine, I can't say I'm naturally ballsy, but I can get there. <laughs> <laughs> Claire, you saucy bitch. Uh, and Giovanna Castor said, not a casting director. <laughs> I costume for theater performances, but that's about as close as I'll get. Hey, that's pretty close yeah, that in my book. pretty close. Well, thank you for replying. We'll keep you guys updated on the rest of the bin shows as they come in and reply. <laughs> Elizabeth. Elizabeth Dolls. Come on. on. Rachel, are you eventually going to do stuff or whatever? Rachel Evans. Mackenzie Knight. I forget what we said. I think we said like she was like a night owl maybe. (laughs) Something. I don't remember. Either way, I feel like if you guys don't know this already, the binges, they come in conversation like all the time between Chris and I. Because any time that we can like find a way to fit one of your last names into something, like (laughs) or if Squeezy's Dan yelling, you know? (laughs) By the way, I, I just pulled up the list of benches here, and Skylar Medley, I'm really upset because you changed your icon to the fucking big baby from Rugrats. Show me. See the image right there? I'm really upset oh by that. Oh my god, you little bitch. <laughs> Why did you do that? Because fucking You knows. knew. <laughs> oh my god. Does Caitlyn Shaw have a lot of shawls? We'll never know. You guys, really. Come on, let us know. Let us know. Um, all right, so bench time, everybody's first jobs. Let's do this. If you want to become a binge and support this podcast, you can sign up at patreon.com slash coffee with Rachel, and you will have some rewards associated with doing that and everything. And it's just a fun time. Yeah. All right. All right. Nicole Dowling. Nicole is uh, restocking the wooden dowels in Michael's because you work at the craft store. Perfect. <laughs> Carissa. Carissa is a cruise director on a boat. Wow. That's a good first job. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine Moyer. Uh, Jasmine is a jazz musician. Okay. In a band. Yeah. Sweet. Skylar Medley. Skylar. Uh, honestly, you know, just screw it. <laughs> you, you put that baby there. Yeah. I don't want to do this. <laughs> Fuck you. No. Um, you are a uh, sky jumping instructor. God damn, these first jobs. <laughs> Cody Castillo. Uh, Cody codes. Okay. Games. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Taylor Collins. Taylor is a uh, phone operator calling people. Okay. I know you'd hate that. (laughs) (laughs) Heather Ann. Heather is working at uh, Ann Taylor. Oh, nice. Sloan Fuller. Sloan is... Is a... Sloman Shield. (laughs) A security installer? Yeah. (laughs) Emma Corbeil. Emma is... Courthouse representative. Okay. <laughs> Haley Dixon. 
Haley works at one of those Dickies stores. Oh, hey. nice. Danielle Manus. Danielle is a manager at <laughs> a popular restaurant in your area. Manager. Kate Convery. Kate is a... Uh, working at Foot Locker, the Converse department. Gotcha. <laughs> I was going to say a conveyor belt, but that's not a job. <laughs> you are just a conveyor belt. You let people walk all over you. <laughs> Caitlin Shalda. Uh, Caitlin is actually selling knitted shawls on Etsy. Oh. Yeah. Angelica Feliz. Um, Angelica is a flea and tick specialist at Canine Advantix. <laughs> Christy Bai. Uh, Christy is a buyer for an art gallery. Ah, all right. I see that. <laughs> Beth Fonseca. Beth is... Works at Bath and Body Works. Oh, good one. Cornelia Thulin. Cornelia is... Uh... A corn husker. <laughs> At the old corn farm. Chris's ideal job. Yes. Sophie Adams. Sophie is a um, sofa cover entrepreneur. Mm, interesting. <laughs> Jessica Comero. Jessica combs people's hair at the beauty salon. Nice. <laughs> what did I fucking say? I don't know what that was. I was trying to say parlor and then salon came out and it was like, salon. <laughs> Christina Contreras. Christina is traveling across the country. Uh, you are a travel vlogger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Megan Grint. Megan is, is uh, um, um, you're grinning because you're doing modeling yeah that's your smile for the yeah. camera bitch katie leo katie um comes up with the lays social media campaigns nice pretty good jade holden jade is holding a dog at the vet clinic where she works nice allison dowell allison is down under Looking for rare snakes. Just take that. <laughs> Catherine Simpson. Catherine is simply... Uh, working at... Ikea. Lids. <laughs> lids. lids. I'll keep like, it as random. lids. I like that. Marlene Naj. Marlene is like, nah. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Marlene works for Lean Cuisine. Oh, there that you works. go. The day that Guy Fieri signed them... Then. You you organized. Talk that. about tossing the pigskin. <laughs> uh, Giovanna Castro. Uh, Giovanna puts casts on people at the hospital. Ah. Uh huh. Taylor Van Edie. Taylor is working for Edie's ice cream. Oh, interesting nice. twist. Cater Liriano, you are a fucking caterer. You better no, be in real let's life. Let's give him <laughs> something else because that's fucked. He's a leer. Hmm. Oh. And on. An honest man. <laughs> An ano man. Okay, next. <laughs> Whatever that means. Rebecca, Just take it. Rebecca O'Donnell. Rebecca is working uh, for Rosie O'Donnell as a personal assistant. Oh, okay. It's pretty wild. Kelsey Gillis. Kelsey is um, working, working on at the, the Celtic Festival. Perfect. <laughs> like uh, Luke's sister. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like the Renaissance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sammy Liston. Sammy is a Listerine representative. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Michaela Barrel and Jerry. Uh, Michaela is a flavor um, maker at Ben and Jerry's. That would be 
Honestly, Prime. I, I want that job. Me too. <laughs> Brittany Cella. Brittany. You are in an orchestra. Yeah. Playing the cello. Like, you have to have musical talent, right? Yeah. Please, please. Kendall Berg. Kendall is um, piling iceberg lettuce. At the grocery store. Yes. Allie McGregor. Allie is um, in an alley working at a speakeasy. Ooh. Ooh. Megan Gurley. Megan is obviously working at... Uh, William and Sonoma. Outback Grill. Oh, Outback. <laughs> That's better. Does even William and Sonoma sell grills? I don't even no? know. No? It's like okay. Home Depot. <laughs> uh, Chloe Killip. Uh, Chloe is um, working at Target stocking Up and Up brand. Oh. <laughs> Katie Hart. Katie is... Performing a heart transplant. Oh my god. First job. First you're a surgeon. Rookie surgeon. <laughs> Two Ian. words you don't want to hear next to each other. Ian Murphy. Ian is... Um, is a murder investigator. Fabulous. Also known First as a detective. <laughs> Kayla Cross. Kayla is making hot cross buns at a local <laughs> bakery. Grace Leedy. Grace is leading an organization to stop animal cruelty. Yeah. There you go. Good one. Cassandra Buckout. Cassandra <laughs> is working for Out Magazine. I've never heard of that magazine. Oh my god. Really? Troy Savon was just on the cover of it and he oh. looks fabulous. Casey McDaniel. Casey is working at Danimals. Um, I mean, fuck. You have to be. You're doing social media for Danimals. I want to know if you actually like Danimals, too. Me, Come too. On, Casey. Uh, Maddie Pullman. Maddie is um, hmm, working at As the Amy... Polar Ice Caps. Okay. <laughs> Conservation. Amanda Marie. Amanda. Marie in, Calendars? In the, in the factory. Yeah. You know? Jane Shell. Jane is... Ooh, one of those people that sells, like, those little miniature bottles of shells at, like, the gift store. I get you. Yeah. You know? uh, Jackie Brugiulio. Jackie is... Who's knocking? Somebody... That's Jackie. She's <laughs> knocking. Jackie is knocking, and we're not going to answer. <laughs> okay. Jackie is... Bridge... Julio. Julio. Jules. You find uh, rare jewels. Oh, Oh, okay. you are Jewel, the singer. <laughs> what the fuck? My hands are small. Okay. Camellia Malky. Camellia. You're at the fucking like central desk, info desk in the mall. Yeah. Where's Forever 21? <laughs> Caitlin Whalen. Caitlin you're, is whale watching. Your tour boat. guide. Yeah. Is a boat. <laughs> you are the boat. <laughs> Hannah Neely. Um, Hannah is. My stomach just made the la- oh that was a sound I never heard. My <laughs> um, what was the name? I'm sorry. Hannah Neely. Hannah is kneeling Ooh, before uh, a sand pit because you're an archaeologist. Oh, <laughs> nice. Took a turn. Lucy Ravenscroft. Lucy, you're a bird watcher. Yeah, you like the ravens. Got it. Sarah Fairbanks. Sarah's you have to be teller. working in a fucking bank. What's <laughs> happening? Cody Robinson. Cody is 
Um, uh, working at Baskin Robbins. Beautiful. Give me a sample. Those little mini spoons. <laughs> Tegan Anderson. Tegan is a part of Tegan and Sarah, a popular indie band. Yes. Lauren Siobhan. Lauren is shivering in the freezer section of the grocery store where she works. Yes. Taco Roach. Taco Roach is a roach killer. Exterminator. (laughs) It's happening. Allison Frankel is. Allison is working at Franklin Mills Mall. Okay. (laughs) Haley Cadwalder. Haley is, Is, um... is a caddy. For golfers. Oh, interesting. I love it. Katie Gallardo. Katie is a gallbladder removal specialist. (laughs) (laughs) Tina Tompkins. Tina is a Tom's shoe representative. Also at Foot Locker. Yeah. Sarah Seaman. Sarah is a seaman on a fucking boat. I know you're not, but you are. You are in our hearts. Dana Daly. You're working at a daily circular. You know, you are the editor. Yeah. Megan Wilson. Megan is... <laughs> working for Wilson Volleyballs. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Spike this. Jackie Lampo. Jackie is... Ooh, you're working in the lamp department at Ikea. Beautiful. Bright things are in your future. <laughs> Claire Wood. Claire is a... Um, Carpenter. One of those woodworking people like Nick Offerman. Yeah, my carpenter. (laughs) Okay, Chris. Okay. (laughs) Temple, or, yeah, Temple Murray. (laughs) Temple, uh, Temple is a Murray's cheese, um, flavor specialist. Yes. Kelly Adams. Kelly is working on the Adams Family Revival. Mm. Mmm. Hannah. Hannah is a hand, hand cooked, hand tossed pizza Person Maker. at a local, local place. Yes. <laughs> Jenna Gordonier. Jenna is um, a gourd specialist at the uh, farmers market. <laughs> uh, Sasha. Sasha is a a sash. Uh, a sashimi. A sashimi maker. maker. Ooh. Sarah. Sarah is. Working for Saran Wrap. Ooh. <laughs> In the fact. Glad present seal. <laughs> Bridget Dubin. Bridget is. Ooh, working at the toll booth for a bridge. Beautiful. A great place to make friends. <laughs> Grayson Clark. Grayson is uh, working for a. Uh, for Grey's Anatomy, honestly. You're yeah. the one that picks all of the shitty music <laughs> that they've been playing. Make better choices, Grayson. <laughs> Vlyn Vance. Vlyn is uh, working for... Vance Joy? Yeah. You're, you're his fucking manager. Okay. <laughs> Great first job. Hillary Gay. Hillary is actually... Working for Ben Gay. <laughs> Beautiful. What is that? It's uh, like a hair or something, right? No, that's like a... Kind of like a heat... Warm, cold, muscles hurting thing, ah, you know? Ah, interesting. Yeah. Very cool. You're such an old person. <laughs> Anna Hernandez. Anna is working for, for um, Hermes. Oh, okay. Ooh, selling luxury goods. Jennifer Holtz. Jennifer is a uh, anti-fur activist for PETA. 
Yeah. Maybe not PETA. We don't like PETA. They're all they're sexist as fuck. Uh, oh. Any other fur activist? You're just an anti-fur activist. Yeah. Courtney White. Courtney is a white river rafting, um, like the person that like puts you into your like yeah your river rafting thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth Doles. Elizabeth is the president of Dole. Yeah. <laughs> you are the president. <laughs> you went from no job to president of Dole. <laughs> it's fine. Shelly Smith. Shelly is a... Oh, working at Shell Gas Station. I was going to say you own a chain of shells. Okay. Mackenzie Knight. Mackenzie is a knight at a renovated Uh, castle. Oh. Rachel Evans. Rachel is... Chol. Rachel is... um, Is a... uh, Ev... Uh, Evanescence. Evian. <laughs> um, representative for social media. Okay. Spray that mist. All right. Other benches. The rest what of the benches, they are all in line at, I would say, what, what were one of the businesses? At the hand toss pizza place. Oh, you know, Getting okay. their hand toss. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Stephanie Boscovich. Stephanie. Mm, I just went straight for the name. <laughs> uh, Stephanie Boscovich. Kathleen Lynn. Uh, Kathleen Han. Elena Barcia. Alaba Barbupa. Zoe Yarmowich. Uh, Zabi Yarmagoop. Elizabeth Holbrook. Alaba the Tabuk. Brynja. Brapan. Hannah May. Hanamu. Rose Barnett. Rose Badadu. Jax. Jukes. Megan Prius. Uh, Magan Pras. All right. That was me doing Simlish. It's a style of language. <laughs> language? <laughs> I can't even speak English. style of anguish. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Um, wow, thanks for having an iced mocha with me. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're not going to be able to clink this. Oh, God, this is going to be interesting. This is going to be a plastic paper clink. <laughs> yeah, same. That will be weird. Um, thanks for having a cup of coffee with us. Uh, we will see you on Thursday. All right, bye. Bye. That was terrible. That, you can't hear that. <laughs> I'll just jingle my eyes. The end. That was a headgum podcast.